So my good friend Andy Kurtz and I decided to do a packaging design podcast. Now it's different than other packaging podcasts that you hear because it's not specifically focused on the box it comes in, but all aspects and nuances of the packaging. We will discuss in every way that we can think of that best describes our experience with it, what we think is working or where things could have been improved. We will also talk about what is involved with owning a small firm and running the everyday ins and outs. And to let you in on a little secret, we really love what we fucking do. Kirk Faisola is the founder and creative director of Mind the Font, a full-service CPG branding and packaging design agency. And Andy Kurtz is the founder and creative director of Buttermilk Creative, an agency that focuses on packaging and branding design for the specialty food and beverage space. Together, we are Kirk and Kurtz. This is the Kirk and Kurtz Packaging Design Podcast. Kirk and Kurtz, number 17. Branderella goes to the Expo West Ball. Hello, I'm Kirk Vaisola. I'm the founder and creative director of Mind the Font, and I'm here with my good friend, Andy Kurtz, founder and creative director of Buttermilk Creative. And you're listening to the Kirk and Kurtz Packaging Design Podcast. <laughs> so, so Andy and I were wondering what to talk about today, and he said, hey, what are we going to talk about? I said, well, maybe we'll talk about Expo West. He said, oh, cool. And then he texted me later, hey, my good friend Jamie wants to come on. I'm like, well, absolutely we're gonna have jamie on so you guys i want you to meet guys and gals i want you to meet and non-binaries and peoples i want you to meet <laughs> owner of branderella um, design and is branderella.com amazing designer and met her through a mentoring program that we're doing together and he really appreciates her and i really appreciate andy and trust andy so i'm sure she's an amazing person <laughs> so jamie thank you so much for coming on today with us how are you doing great i'm very very happy to be here with you good good well, we're happy to have you so i'm yes. glad you're here yes thank you um so so jamie just a quick background you are a designer you own your own agency can you tell us a little bit how you got started and then what you're up to now and how the industry has changed over the time you've been doing what you've been doing absolutely yeah, I've been doing this for a while, and I started out in Boulder, Colorado, and if anybody's worked in Boulder, at some point, you're going to work on food or outdoor, outdoor apparel. So um, I was doing the whole agency world in Boulder and Denver, had a lot of friends with food brands and businesses, and after moving to San Francisco for 12 years on the side, I would just pick up little projects here and there, and one of those was Nusa Yogurt. It was a good friend of mine, launched the company. And we did her logo packaging and everything for years. They took off um, and that kind of eventually led to where we are today. And I have a small um, little startup company that yes. does branding and packaging. That's we awesome. focus all, all early stage brands. We absolutely love it. That's great. That's so cool. And, and Andy said the reason, one of the biggest reason why he was like stoked to meet you was because of Noosa. He was like, oh my God, this mm -hmm. is the Noosa person. She's a celebrity. Yeah. She's a celebrity. Let's go ahead and get it out there. <laughs> it's always so nice to hear like those, those stories about you have a friend that does something and they want to do something. It's like, sure, I'll help. And you're just doing it because A, it's your friend, but B, it's also nice to work on a project that someone might trust you to actually do the right thing or do what's best for the brand. And, and Noose is fucking great. Um, it's great. It's a great product. It's a great brand. It's a yeah. really good uh, potted cheese and... Um, really good uh, steaks that they make. I'm kidding. 
if you guys I was don't like, know about- wait a minute, I don't think we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> you don't know about Noosa, it's an amazing yogurt. Um, it comes in a variety of flavors. My favorite is the lemon. Um, mm. I, I love the lemon, but it's it's really a good product and it's a fun packaging. The, the lettering itself is super playful, um, really speaks towards the brand. The use of color is very subtle, but not overpowering, but yet makes a great blocking system. So it's it's all very very cool, and that's so neat to hear that you you worked on that. So we're gonna get into XOS in a little bit, but just a couple more questions. Yeah, and actually, Go ahead, can what? I can I can I share an anecdote from that? Absolutely, please. Yes. Do. <laughs> yes. This, this is what we're here for. We want to hear those the secret stories. Let's let's do this. So sure. you know, we work all three of us work all day every day with like startups and young brands and that kind of thing. But um, I think one thing that was really magical about Nusa is you know working with a friend, you don't know how it's gonna go. You know, is it gonna mm-hmm. become weird? Is it gonna get awkward? Um, it, it was magic. So this, you know, the founder of Nusa Coel, she trusted me. And I think there was something to be said there for um, mutual trust and admiration, but she was like, let's do this. You know, we talked obviously about her goals, her, um, her taste, her, you know, ambitions for the brand. But then she said, you know, go for it. And so it was rare because we were able to do minimal design and minimal design in food is really hard to do. And if you look at the front of Nusa, it's like the logo, finest yogurt and the flavor. And of course, yeah. that weight. but that's it. Everybody yeah. wants to cram everything on there. Like all mm-hmm. day, all three of us are sitting there trying to figure out how to balance all these claims and attributes. Um, but we try to say everything with just as few elements as possible. We obviously made like the lids and the illustration and the color, like you commented on um, Kirk, work really hard, but just that minimal design, it was like every designer's dream, like what can we not put on there? And we were able to say so much by saying so little. It it, It lets the product speak for itself, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, because it's such a great product. It's yeah. such a good product. I, I think the other thing too that helps too is, is the shape of the container is a little different mm-hmm. than most yogurts. Very different. Um, but also, it's mm-hmm. a for those who are listening. As designers, we don't want as much on there as possible. But as people who understand how things go to market, you do need enough on there to let you, the consumer know what's actually in the <laughs> fucking product. So that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> you run a slight risk by just having that on there, but. The one thing that does help is what Andy said is is the product itself. If you have packaging that gets people to pick it up, like what the hell's Nusa? This is cool. And they look at it and they try it like, oh my God, this is amazing. Then automatically you have a person who's looking for the double O, right? Like what was that yeah. brand? Like Nusa or Nusa, like two quick cool O's. And like they, they're able yeah. to describe the label without even knowing really what it is. And that's kind of like the idea you want. And and it's it's such a cool package. It's really super fun. And it's nice to hear that insight about you know, we're oftentimes trying to put all the disclaimers and all the claims like you were talking about, but in the same time, you have to be able to trust the person who's doing the packaging for you, that, that they know what they're doing and your friend trusted you and, and it worked out well for them. So keep yeah. that in mind, people, when we're designing stuff to trust us about what, what should go on. Founders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't just, we didn't just roll off the turnip truck, you know, fall off the turnip truck. We're, we're legit. I did. Um, <laughs> uh, I never even I got love on turnips. the truck. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to get on it. So what? What actually? Another quick question. Then we're going to expo. 
what led you from San Francisco to Tejas? You know, um, it was we fate. Like you, if you live in San Francisco, you actually have to move to Austin. It's called the Exodus. <laughs> heard about it? Come on. Now they're calling Austin South San Francisco. So it's just you gotta you gotta come here, Kirk. Way way come south, on. San Francisco. Way south. Way. <laughs> Is it, um, was it SXXW, whatever it's called, South by Southwest? SXSW. South by. Yeah. You live here. You call it South by. Yeah. South by San Francisco, South. There you go. There you go. Yeah. South by San Francisco. I get where you're going. I didn't get where you were going. Yeah, yeah. No, my my brother my brother lived there for a minute and he came back. Um, I guess he got tired of Austin, but he stayed there for a little bit and here it's a great city. So it's great. I miss the Bay Area like tremendously. I miss San Francisco so much, but Austin's great. Yeah, great design, great food. It's good for tech and it's really good if you have kids. There you go. Perfect. Nice. So something that we were both doing last week, aside from imagining being in South South by Southwest and Austin was at another West, Expo West in Anaheim. And it was the first in-person convention that they have held since the abrupt cancellation in uh, 2020, in March 2020. Like yeah. literally days before the event, they were still trying to think of, should we do it? Should we do it? Should we do it? And they didn't. And now that they did it, they put it back in place and they had all these parameters in place. They said that everybody needs to be fully vaccinated if they want to go. Um, mm-hmm. And they also, during the show, need to wear a mask you take a mask off the sample we please ask that you wear your mask the entire time and um it was it was super crazy me personally i was still on the the cusp about uh, about going and on the fence about going because i didn't want to run the risk of being in that many people because i knew certain people may not be following the mask mandate but i also wanted to meet people i hadn't met before like i met um Mm -hmm. uh suzanne moskowitz who is a trademark attorney i met my friend jake de leon who owns philo manila he just won the expo what east pitch slam and he just won a next mm-hmm. for expo west super nice. duper good product um mate met jake and uh the team from midday squares um <laughs> saw, saw daniel sharf there i haven't seen daniel in a while yeah. sharp cpg which is why andy and i met and i was like this is really cool and i also saw my friend brandon hernandez i'm just name dropping but whatever i know him he's great Go for it. Brandon, Brandon's fucking dope. Of course, you're from Colorado, so anyone from Colorado knows Brandon. Um, but I wanted to see him, and, and I thought it'd be great to go. So I get there on Wednesday, and there's not nothing's done. So I'm walking the floor, and I kind of just walk in and then see all the exhibitors, like, putting things in. Like, okay, I'll, I'll see where I have to go. Go here, go here. And it was fine, but I noticed something. I'm like, these people aren't wearing masks. I'm like, oh, that's all right. I mean, it's not the show hasn't started, but no one was wearing a mask. Of course, I've been super maybe overly paranoid about wearing a mask because I, I wear it all the time i was gonna wear it yeah. for this this interview and this, this <laughs> podcast just <Ooh>. so <laughs> no but um the next day they kind of opened north hall and that was the only thing that was open that day north hall and it's two two floors and everybody packed in there Every single person that showed up that day packed in. First day is miserable. Oh my God. They had some other stuff going on in the Marriott. So many people. Yeah, but they had everybody. It was dense, densely populated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I walked in there and I'm like, there's no fucking way. And nobody had masks on. Like 98% of the people didn't have masks on. It's like the pandemic didn't just end. They just lifted a mask mandate. Doesn't mean that yeah. it's over. It's like magically it's done. So I was worried about that. Um, but it was nice to see people and overall 
it was just for me a bit too much. Like I hadn't been in large crowds. I hadn't been around that many people that much. And I was just shell shocked. Yeah. So there were times where I had to go off and just sit like by myself and relax and regroup and charge my phone and, and catch up on work or whatever. And it was just, it was a shell shock. So for me, Expo itself, had they followed the mandates, I think it would have been a lot better. Um, mm -hmm. I think it would have been a lot more enjoyable. Um, it would have been more of a pain in the ass for sampling because it was. I took my mask off the sample. It was a pain mm -hmm. in the ass, but it was something that was asked. And um, the, for those who were listening and saying, oh, masks don't work or, you know, when you get over masks, like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I don't think that it's over. And I think that being in large groups like mm -hmm. that, people traveling from several countries. That's the thing. Yeah. And yeah. And then hovering together and coming together. I think it's important. It's it's so, a perfect storm. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, don't wear, you don't necessarily have to wear a mask if you're going into a, so, I, you know, real quick side tangent, mm -hmm. my sons and boy scouts, we meet in this huge church room with people that we meet with, like the, our little den are all friends that we know. We all share similar philosophies and they just lifted the mask mandate for our little boy scout troop, you yeah. know, in this church. Yeah. And and so we're all okay with that because we all are can be far away, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. At Expo West, I mean, it was 57,000 people crammed into the Anaheim Convention Center. At Expo East, that's my only touch point because I did not go to Expo West. Expo East this year, or last year, I guess, um, that w obviously we were in the thick of it, uh, or you know, we might still be in the thick of it, but you know, we were, um, we did need to wear masks. It was not a barrier to sampling. It was not a barrier to anything. Like it was perfect. I've found it to be perfectly fine, um, to have to, you know, pull down my mask to sample and pop it back up. But, um, right. but yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Jamie, what was your, uh, what was your experience getting in there for the first time in two years? <laughs> it was similar, you know, but the, yeah. the difference is I live in Texas where they're, you know, it's a very different approach. You know, there's a lot of make your own decision, you know, um, although we live in an, in an area that is fairly um, mask forward. Right. Um, yeah. I, I've got a bunny and it keeps drinking water. I'm sorry for the background noise. But anyway, um, I thought it was incredible to, to focus on the positive. You know, I, I wasn't quite as shell-shocked as you, Kirk, but it was a lot. Like for me, it was not having talked to people in a while and you're thrown into it. Like like you, I had to go in the corner and just like take some deep breaths. Like it was like going mm. to Ikea or something where you just have to have a few <laughs> moments where you're like, okay, regroup. Decompress. This is reality. Yeah, like there is like a, a sky, there's a, a world out there. Right. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a great show. I felt like people were so excited to see each other and just genuinely like, like focused on the connection as opposed to, you know, that mission of like, check out as many things as you can, take in as much as you can get as much business as you can it was very much like hey mm -hmm. how are you and then yes. like the prolonged hug and you're like mm -hmm. okay, stop like please let go <laughs> you know that, and that's i'm so glad you made that point because the way i did make it sound was like i didn't have any fun i did have a good time just from yeah. the seeing people standpoint i wasn't actually at the expo very long i was i would mm -hmm. go into an expo i would specifically go to a booth i wanted to see go to another mm -hmm. booth and then I would go outside or go walk around or just whatever, because I had focus in mind. Like 
I always tell yeah. people when I don't go shopping, I go buying. Like mm -hmm. I don't go to Costco to go shopping. It's like, oh, this is on my list. I beeline, 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 get in line, I'm out. And just like a 10 minute trip to Costco. That's that's always for me. 10 minute trip to Costco. That's it. And that's amazing. Yeah. Like you should you should give tours. Like you should guide people to Costco. Can you be a Costco buying coach? Yes. Well, the thing is, like you have to, you just have to know what you're gonna get. And then yeah. the problem is when you venture, yes, when you venture off your path. Like, oh, look at the pretty flowers and look at the pretty <laughs> colors. And mm, try this sample over here. Right. <laughs> right. So, so Expo was kind of like that for me, where I just made mm -hmm. beelines to see who I wanted to see. But then mm -hmm. I, I hung out with certain people and I, I always had like a wingman because I felt weird by myself just because of so yeah. many people. Um, so, my buddy Pete, Pete Brennan and I, who I've known for 20 plus years, speaking of friends who you do design with, I've done a ton of design with this guy and we have this like, yin yang for lack of a better term or balance um between each other for for um knowing what to do what to say how to progress the option how to do all the different things necessary to make sure we keep each other in check so i hung out with him hung out with brandon but overall i was just i met maybe 20 people the last time i went to expo i met like 150 people just because yeah. i was doing the Hey, how's it going? I do da 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 da. But this time I was just like, I'm just gonna hang and chill. And I met some people from Australia who uh, right. were at a booth called Oz Trade, and they are little companies within the um mm. with in Australia that are coming here to the states and they're trying to figure things out. And that was very cool. We actually that was the one risky Me. thing I felt I did was going to dinner at Ballast Point. Um, but but still, there was less people in in that room at Ballast Point than there were in any room and expo yeah. but yeah so there were some cool packaging there was some cool packaging that i saw yeah actually i have some samples so i'll nice. be right back okay okay go for it who did you meet a ton of you see a bunch of clients jamie i did it was yeah yeah That's awesome. absolutely it was great and i i never go to expo to like pick up clients or anything like that yeah. i'm purely yeah. there to like maintain relationships obviously yeah. look at what's going on and we have to know what's going on. So uh, by the way, yeah. I will share my photo stream with you so you can see it, but Ooh, yeah, I've got yes. this one client in particular that I'm really in love with and they've been around for a while. It's a series of restaurants in San Francisco that does like modern Indian. They're called Dosa by Dosa and they Ooh. launched a ready to eat line a few years ago. And initially they worked with IDEO to establish yeah. like their initial brand system, which is beautiful. I have mm -hmm. been working with Emily for over five years and I've never met Indeed. her. So yeah. I, we did, we did the prolonged hug where you're like, Oh <laughs> yeah. my God, here you are. Like it was That's just so amazing. Neat. And she's a lovely human. And just, it was yeah. really nice to sit there with her and like try the product we've been branding for five years. Like I'd never yeah. tried their Lussies and they have like this incredible um, tamarind cayenne Lussie, oh. which is like the yogurt oh, drink. Yeah. Andy, yeah, yeah. it was, Unlike anything I've had. That sounds amazing. Tremendous. So that was one really standout moment. But then my uh, True Made Foods ketchup client, yeah. um, the veggie sweetened, they just had a, a beautiful booth and they had, Neat. you know, their partner, Ryan Mitchell, who's like this barbecue legend's son. They were all there representing just great brands. Um, good show. My Waka Coffee was there, Instant Coffee. Yeah. David was there and... He had people from Nestle coming by to check out oh, his booth wow. and Keurig and they were, you know, kind of spying on him. So it was great. Um, 
you know, then obviously being in the industry so long, just lots of friends to see and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just very, very jealous to see everybody. Um, and it sounded, it sounded amazing, you know, just all things considered. Um, I think it was sort of the band-aid that was pulled off with these events. And I, I could tell sort of from how successful, I didn't go to this one either, but how successful the um, Las Vegas specialty food show was, the winter fancy food show. Um, and that, that sort of was definitely a precursor to how this, how Expo was gonna be, how it was just, you know, you could tell it was just gonna blow up. Yeah. So I'm curious, I'm curious to see if um, the summer fancy food show, how that's gonna go. Uh, and then obviously the Expo East. Um, I did something cool real quick while Kirk, you're, you were gathering up your samples. I you did it while I was it, gathering up samples. Well, no, I was. <laughs> the 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 listeners don't know that you've gotten back and you're sitting here. So I was going to interject my little story here. Um, I did a local, well, local North Carolina show, which you know how each state has their own like uh, signifier identifier for products made in the state. So in North Carolina, it's called Got to Be NC. And they had their, it's called Flavors of the Carolina or Flavors of Carolina. And um, it was just a little trade show in a banquet hall of um, a Hyatt in Charlotte. And it was really, it was neat to sort of, you know, sort of connect with more local people. Um, there were national brands too there that are just happened like Cheerwine. Cheerwine's headquartered here in North Carolina, but obviously it's a big brand, but um, but that was cool. And I think I'll keep doing that. Like before I had this philosophy of only doing the big shows. Now I'm like, there's the Virginia finest show that happens in March. There's obviously going to be some kind of Tennessee show. There's going to be. And so in your respective, you don't have to worry about this, Jamie, because you're in Austin. So there's a trade show, like just walking down the street, but <laughs> For Kirk and I, well, same with Kirk. You're in the Bay Area, so I'm really the only one that needs to worry about this because <laughs> yeah. I'm in little old North Carolina. But it is, it's neat. You'll be, you'll discover brands that can't. And what was also interesting about the show that I went to, it's almost exclusively buyers. There is wow. literally no outsiders there. You have to be invited to it, and so I think that's very beneficial for the attendees because they are getting shit done. Like the whole team from Harris Teeter, which is. Uh, you know, a grocery store over here, they are um, like one exit up on I-85. They literally all converge on here. So, you know, there's business getting done. You know, there's not, you, you're going to come out of there with some kind of, you know, uh, whatever right. um, contract. So, right. so that it was neat to sort of do that and, and then see the contrast. I mean, there were, it was busy there too, but obviously no Expo West, but it was still neat to see the contrast and say, okay, I'm going to need to start peppering these in to my, um, my, my show schedules. So Kirk, cool. you, you went and got some samples. Yeah. And I didn't get a lot of samples, um, Share. but I did get some ones that, that I thought were just like, I'll, I'll start with the one midday squares and I have two of what, they oh, did. yeah, these aren't, and these were done in, internally by them. Nothing that's incredibly fancy or whatever about it, but it's just super simple, super clean. The, uh, the actual names as i'm covering them up it's like you know almond crunch yeah. and this one's like fudge yeah right nice and i don't i don't have Good copywriting 
Yeah, I don't have the, the, the peanut butter one, but it was called peanut butter. P-U-T-T-A. That was probably one of the best vegan treats mm. I've ever had. It, wow. um, and these things, they pack like 12 grams of protein. Let's see here. So, so like a, a meal replacement bar. And they're really small. Um, yeah. 11 grams of protein. But the peanut butter tasted just like a Reese's. And I can that see as to why Reese's was coming after them because it is fucking amazing. That's that yeah. was so good. And they have why... everybody coming after them though. Yeah. Like the to follow them there and then their whole um the they're so like the product is just like this much of their brand. Yes. <laughs> and they're such big personalities and they're so fun to follow and watch, especially on TikTok. So yeah, and I, I mean I'm glad seeing them in physical form would be very exciting i can i can think or yeah can, and it was yeah envision yeah it wasn't an act either um yeah they're very real and authentic yeah and i met jake i'm like hey man i'm kirk he's like oh shit you were like the one that you've been giving us lots of love and he's like very cool and receptive <sighs> i'm like yeah we got to have you on my podcast and he's like yeah here here's my card just text me i said okay man so i texted him and i and i said like hey uh, really nice meeting you your love seems genuine, but don't spread yourself thin. I don't want you burning out. Basically, like, you know, you can't go 100 all the time. You have to take yeah. some breaks. But super cool, dude. And then um, the rest of the midday cool was also very, very cool. But here's another one. Taika? Oh, yeah. Before we move on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Out. No, no, no. That's all good. Your little, the sample you provided of midday, it reminds me a little bit of the show like the chocolate oh, brand tcho yeah. they rebranded yep. so i from a packaging perspective yes. i thought the show rebrand was was very dramatic i haven't seen the show rebrand they're really focusing the... bright colors similar mm -hmm. condensed sans serif all caps mm -hmm. and funky naming so like when you said mm -hmm. peanut butter mm -hmm. they're um they've got a lot of they've rebranded a lot of their SKUs to have like fun playful names but like very simplified branding i don't know if yeah, you've seen I, I buy show all the time um like i buy it all the time in the store what do you how do you feel about it what's that oh is it on i wonder if it's on their web oh yeah check their web their homepage out okay and that, you'll see I, this might have been their like reveal at expo i think it was yeah and i'm curious to hear how both of you feel about it especially if you're a fan <laughs> look at kirk's face nobody can see it but i felt similar it's not happy I was like what you happened know, I, you kirk, know kirk just oh made, yeah made the face kirk just made the face of disgust because he had something bitter they just oh. tasted and it was this design design <laughs> is super bitter it's i i see what they were trying to do but in yeah. doing so they lost all the equity of the other brand. All of it, like, and the, the delicious factor, like where is it? The appetite Yeesh. appeal, like yeah. of, the, of like mochaccino and dark dark chocolate almond and the banana one, it's like- uh, Remember the almond with like the salt crystal? Yes. Gorgeous. You missed, yeah. you, I think also too, probably just from a production mm -hmm. standpoint and then also introducing lines and changing things, this is oh, just yeah. easier. Cause this is super, this is super easy design. If you think about it, it's In their patterns. Simple. Yeah, they had really pretty patterns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I missed that rain. And they lost all of it with this. Uh, and midday right, has has more going on on their like bigger packages. It was just that little sample that you provided. Yes, exactly. A lot like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, and also too, it's just but like the, the midday 
the midday team is just doing stuff that makes sense for their brand. It's their brand. That's not Joe. I don't know what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 funny because I was on, I was talking to someone and one of the questions they asked me is what do you see, what do you see happening with design? And I said, I believe that everybody's just going to start dumbing things down and making them super clean and have like not a little personality. And that was literally two mm-hmm. weeks ago. There I said that said, dude. Now this is, this is mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I, I think also from a consumer standpoint, it, it makes it difficult for a client or a consumer to actually look at something and make a decision if they don't know immediately what it is. And I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. something that they're trying to say. Oh, we have to make sure the client knows exactly what it is, and make sure the consumer knows exactly what it is because we don't want to confuse them. We don't want them to pass it up. It's like we need to be in their face. Like, mm-hmm. and, and this is what happened. What was your favorite thing you saw at the show? Yeah. Ooh. The favorite thing I saw at the show was Machu Picchu. Actually, the packaging is really nice that Daniel's been working on, but the flavor is even better. The flavor is uh, so good. It's yeah. so good. And I'm not I'm not a person that's gonna kiss ass, but I really like the packaging system for Machu Picchu. And the other one that I really liked was Probably this one, um, off limits. Oh yeah. Have you seen it before? Did they redesign? That. That's cool. Did they know. redesign or was that they have, because they have all? I mean, of... obviously that's their their um their sample boxes, but I'm yeah. wondering if they're bigger boxes. Um, I don't know. They're so they're so fucking like playful though. So it's just like these crazy. bright bright that. pops of color yeah. with very simple illustrations. Um, almost like Rick and Morty style, very clean lines. Yeah. And they're all very different, very unique. And it just feels like this packaging itself too. It just says tear off the box, you know, add milk and then go. I love it. So it, it was, I thought it was very well done. It's very funny. The colors are bright. It feels fun. And they also- What's the brand? It's called Off Limits. Off, off Limit cereal. They're also- um, Love it. They're also giving out little keychains and little- Tchotchkes and yeah, stuff like good the, swag. The yeah, it was so much fun. So much fun. Did you see the magic spoon booth? I did not. Mm. Oh my god. They had cool. these like it was cool. It's a similar vibe in that it's like yeah. very playful. But they had these like donut chairs that looked like giant cereal rings that were all different bright nice. colors. Awesome. They Stimmy. had I mean they have money. It's like so different when yeah. you have the money, you know. You can, yeah. They had um pattern like Hawaiian shirts like with their cereal box. I, um, artwork pattern all over it. it was beautiful very cool very fun yeah now what was the, the best thing you saw there yeah okay. um that's such a good question i i kind of like to just soak in the vibe of a booth and my favorite was poppy <laughs> just because poppy you know the mm. probiotic soda yeah it was so simple and so happy you know like i just wanted to stand there and like sip on their sparkling water even yeah. though there was so much spark there, everything was sparkling water or like still <laughs> water in a metal or yeah. oh my god yeah um plant, that plant-based everything yeah that weird I, you know we i could talk to you guys all day about this but i did go to the nugs booth you know that oh, simulate yeah. is the brand that with the chicken mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like t- tell me what this is like i yeah. can't not look at it but like who are you talking to when you're when your brand is called Simulate with like the biggest yeah. registered trademark I've ever seen? Like usually you want to tone that down. Yeah, yeah. On a, especially if it's like a pr- super processed food. 
And they were like, the guy said, no, we're going after McDonald's. Like, the, mm. taste this. So he made me try it, a nugget. And he was like, what does it taste like? And I was like, a chicken nugget. He's like, exactly. <laughs> we're going after that crowd. We're, we want to be yeah. a McNugget. We don't care that we're, like, we are processed. And the thing is, it's probably still better than a nugget. Even as much yeah. as you do process it. Yeah, yeah, health-wise. Right, yeah. but you're still, you're still deep frying so it fake. or air frying it. Yeah, that's the Exactly, same it was so fake. Yeah. I like wanted to sit down well, after and just, yeah, you know, eat <laughs> What was the best piece of swag that you either received or saw? Discuss. <laughs> Mine was the koala bear from Boomerangs. You know, Boomerang, the like frozen pockets. They had these like little koala clips that were just what? so cute like a little tiny stuffy yeah um and they had like a little jacket on it was adorable oh yeah see you know, that's interesting because i i didn't oh best swag i got was from rowdy mermaid um oh uh, yeah and jamba so apparently brandon worked with jamba too, help him get his his process set up in order to make it but if you haven't had rowdy mermaid Whoever's listening to this, go fucking really good. It. It's so and the good. branding, yeah, it's so great. Cool. It's great. The so wall cool. of cans looked gorgeous. Oh, so oh good. yeah, the so tail. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so great. And I was telling John, but and I, I met, I met their, um, their the VP of sales too. And I was talking to them both. I'm like, this packaging is great. Like, there's really nothing. There's really nothing you can do with it. It's like one of those examples of minimalism you're talking about yes. earlier, where everything's there. You have a very strong branding system in regards to the colors and the tails and things of that nature but the product itself is so much better than any kombucha i've had because kombucha always yeah. tastes like really heavy and really gross this is vinegary it's, yeah, yeah super light and refreshing it's almost like having an ale or like a light beer or something because there's yeah. a little tinge mm -hmm. at the end and it's so mm -hmm. good but john was giving mm -hmm. out which i gave to my daughter um was giving out bags but also socks and they were rainbow socks that said rowdy, oh, rowdy on them rowdy, so cool that's cool, that's cool. But, but they were super dope and as soon as i saw them I'm like oh shit i'm giving these to my daughter because because yeah. they're non-binary and and uh i was like they love rainbows i'm like i'm giving this to them and i gave it to them yeah like, oh these are, these are awesome I'm like yeah, i know so i gave them to you but that was probably the, <laughs> the best the best piece of swag and the keychains from these because they that's were cool they were 3d 3d keychains like they were wow actually molded I don't have it. Um, yeah. Why? Why you search for those? The the. I've ordered stuff from Off Limits before, and they have this thing they because their whole thing is like um, recreating the excitement of like Saturday morning cartoon cereal eating, and like you know when you get prizes in your in your cereal, and so when you you sign up for an account with them and you order stuff you collect points and however many points you get you cash them in and you get swag and i think their little molded plastic keychain was one of the the early swags um that you could get from there so um so it's neat that they're able to repurpose it outside but you know again just like neat um neat ways to do swag systems and programs yes mm -hmm. i love a good koozie i love a good <laughs> koozie when i can <laughs> right. find those yeah um Nobody yeah. has those really anymore, but wow, um, Jamie, we're, we're approaching an hour, and I didn't want to yes. keep you too long. So. I can yeah. get, I can do another couple minutes, another ten. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's perfect. So I didn't want to keep you too long. So what can you tell us? Um, and you mentioned Boulder, and I saw Weller on your website. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it looks familiar, but I know it was, it was done, I guess, in partnership with another company. 
So initially that was Interact. Mm. Interact did mm -hmm. the initial design and then we extended it out. So they had a lot. We were their partner for about, I think, over a year. Okay. Um, the founder of Weller is a good friend. Both of those guys, oh my gosh, they're great, great people, good friends. And so we worked with them for a year to extend out their different product lines, launch different flavors. You know, they were kind of going, they initially launched with Bites, then they moved to the Sparkling Waters and then, you know, the CBD powder, which is amazing it it like breaks down and even tap water wow that's great yeah. so aside from which was leading me to this this question aside from weller and noosa and even if it is one of those which project that you worked on stands out like as you're mm. like oh this is great or oh my god this is so much trouble but when you see the final product you're like this actually is pretty good and is there a project that sticks out in your mind of of that experience or or, or that journey? That's a great question. Um, I think always, you know, when I was working in, in Denver, Mike Stuckel would always say he's, his favorite thing was like the last, latest thing on the printer. He is this ad agency there. And he's just a sweetheart. <laughs> I guess I kind of feel that way. It's like, you know, I don't even remember what I did two weeks ago. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, I, um, I, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> you just get, you fall in, I, for me, I fall, I'm the best uh, consumer ever because I fall in love with everything I'm working on. The brands, like I fall in love with the brands and the product. And then I'm like 10 years later, I'm still buying that, that thing that I pitched 10 years before. But, um, you know, um, I guess it's all for me about the relationships because this is such a special space. Like we at Branderella, we focus fully on the range of like 1 million to 10 million a year in sales. We're happy to work on bigger, bigger projects if they come along, but um, you, you really start to fall in love with like the brands you're working with, the products, the founders and their stories. So um, it was great. I was telling Andy at the show, I got to meet some of the clients that I'd never met before. I've been working with them for years. Um, one of them's read the ingredients and it's uh, a woman named Bobby and her son. And they just are really discerning about what they put in their bodies and they're, you know, really into health and they have incredible stories as humans of why, what got them to where they are. But I got to see them and give them hugs and all, you know, just, just interact with them in a way that it's not the same over Zoom. But we did some some really fun packaging with them that was illustrative. It's not on my website. I have to put it on there. But um, <laughs> that was great. I love True Made Foods, which is a ketchup brand we work with because the product is incredible. Like you want your children to drink their ketchup. It's so clean. It's all veggies sweetened with um, fruits and like butternut squash. So like we're a huge fan of that brand um, and the project. So I guess it's hard for me to separate the project from the relationships mm -hmm. because you truly are like, you feel like you're on like on their team, you know? It was, um, no, that's, that's, that's perfect. I think Dosa. I was telling someone um, that in order for you to have a strong brand, you need to have a strong brand strategy, but also you need to like believe in something. If you're working on it, you need to like mm -hmm. drive with someone and the better yeah. relationship and the better, you know, experience you have with somebody doing it. I think the more, beautiful and productive the product the end product's going to be and yeah. you saying that really like reemphasizes what i was thinking about having the actual product that you're working on be so much better just because you're really involved and you really appreciate who is doing it and who you're working on it with so that makes yeah. sense that makes tons of sense and i think that's like my friend pete and i we, we jive so well and stuff because i really like him i respect his opinion i respect his views he's very talented when it comes to like 
marketing strategies and even like has a good design eye, but we need to work together in order to, to make like that stuff. You know, that Oak Cuisine stuff I did, Andy, that was, yeah. We, we rebranded the entire thing in like nine days just because we, oh my gosh, just like this little back and forth and it just worked. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool experience. But yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. What were you saying? You said DOSA at the end? DOSA. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. So you're, are you in SF or where, where are you? I'm, I'm in uh, San Leandro. So Bay Area. Oh, yeah, you are. Oakland. Yeah. Have you, have you been to the restaurant called DOSA? It's like Indian. I might have. In San Francisco. Okay. It's delicious. They sadly, I think, have shuttered all their stores, but they moved to um, some products. Like they're in the CPG world and they launched a line of Lussies, which are those like yogurt drinks. They knocked my socks off. And I was telling Anthony that I worked with Emily for five years and never got to taste the product. And I saw her at the show. Her booth looked amazing. Um, we did do their packaging. Um, they have the line of simmer sauces that like, you're supposed to like taste the simmer sauce, but it was so delicious. You're, you have to drink the entire sample. Like there's no way you're not going to have the whole thing. Like it was just, the product was incredible. The founder is incredible. Um, the packaging initially, the initially the design system was done by IDEO, you know, like the incredible um, guru of design IDEO. So we were able to inherit their like, you know, their initial like brand guide and extend it out. But um, mm, that was a cool. really fun project. Right. I love hearing the stories because, you know, I, I hate the term see how the sausage is made because it sounds just terrible. But That's I like the gross. term behind behind <laughs> the scenes. And yes. I like that term a lot better. So you're giving us some action behind the scenes of the brands that you worked with. So yeah. is, is there anything you'd like to say in closing um, besides go to brandarilla.com and visit Jamie's website because she's a very talented designer and has an amazing <laughs> But anything else you would like to add to that? Thank you. No, I just want to say thank you for having me here. It was just super fun to talk to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You too. You bet. Um, yeah, Andy, did you, did you have anything to add? No, I was just excited to uh, to have Jamie on and have this discussion. And I feel like between you two, I was able to attend Expo S. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a ha I'm happy camper. <laughs> between Kirk's phobias and, and, and Jamie's lighthearted lovely wanting to go out and say <laughs> hi to everybody you got both best of both worlds i did yeah. it's very yeah. exciting no thank you for being on jamie it was it's good because this coincided because this was today was jamie and i's catch-up day and I, and it was around the time when i was texting with you or no i thought about it last night <clears throat> but anyways it sort of worked out because we were able to catch up and record I, a podcast so. i played the third Boom. wheel so i was happy to be here and we were able to talk about catch-up hey everybody thank you so much for listening to the kirk and cruise packaging design podcast i'm kirk Faisola. i'm the founder and creative director of mind the font and i'm here with andy kurtz founder and creative director of buttermilk creative and we'll talk to you next time thank you jamie so much for coming on go to brandarella.com and visit and see her work we'll talk to you next time bye thanks bye-bye